want to start off the episode episode 100 with a big Sean quote why would I stop you did mm-hmm. been doing this since uh, this makes two years we've been doing this since October of 2018 yeah <clears throat> oh man two years went by pretty pretty fast now that I think about it hell yeah went by quick as fuck since uh let's see since two years you know like what was what is shit i had a daughter uh, got a house getting engaged a lot of this happened in two years <laughs> yeah that's yeah i remember on the first episode we did you was talking about yeah man got the daughter on the way start this savings account yep and i still to i haven't she has an account it's a college account but it's another account i want to create for it i haven't did that one when i said i was gonna do it but i we eventually got the college fund going and she's doing great with that that's what's up man blessed to be in a position to do that because a lot of motherfuckers who making like bread bread even still can't even say shit. yeah man, man. Shit, like I said, I'm I'm pretty sure uh, on that episode, that first very first episode, I'm like, man, I plan to put aside twenty dollars every week of her life, you know, up until eighteen. I mean, just think about us throwing away twenty dollars on uh, you know a week. We do that part uh, uh, on a daily basis more than we know. And, and oh yeah, I spent I spent a lot of money at the restaurant. Yeah, so just think if you just put twenty dollars to the sack every week, you can start now and how much money they will have when they're eighteen. Just open up an account in their name, you know, and just throw it in there every week, you know, and you know, and don't touch it. Have the uh, discipline not to touch it. So Yep, yep, yep. I gotta work on my saves too. I've been I we all do, man. Trust me. I be, I be saving, but I be dipping in my. I don't, I don't even have no savings account. My, shit, <laughs> my, like, like, like the rest of us, and and, uh, and, and we, and that's another thing. Why this episode? We gonna, we gonna get more financially healthy out here. We, I'm pretty sure we have an episode down the road about that. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, like shit, like every other person in America, if not quite a few shit my savings account is the 401k plan <laughs> they've been dapping there <laughs> to make some big transactions so i've done it plenty of times man. to trust get myself me, out of trouble <laughs> want to put y'all up on some two people um your 401k right now you can call them and say i want to withdraw some money from my 401k with no penalty no shit through the cares act and you got until december 31st from right now to do that you could have been done it months ago but you probably didn't know about that so yeah anyway uh i gotta start out too by saying you know big thank you thank you thank you to flick aka aisha flick more you know what i'm saying damn damn they feel like you should be on this episode too on um yeah, she's been huge yeah huge huge personality uh you know, no holes bar, you know, uh, she call it as she see it, man. So shout out to Flick, man. Very passionate person, woman, mother, you know, uh, military veteran, yeah. you know, like she's been holding it down. I don't think a lot of people knew that. I don't think we uh, market that about her enough. Cause you know, sometimes I think people 
view and listen and to the opinions and us all go back and forth and debate these things and all oh, that's just another angry black woman but talking about political military things she don't know shit but she's, yeah she's a right, she's the reason why we put her on these topics and these episodes to discuss these things you know the color copper and tapping uh uh topic was huge so shout out to her man for real yeah she gave she gave us a consistent female voice and perspective. Like we and we shout out to the, all the other women that's ever been on here, Kendra, who I did my first like little test run episode with ever. Kendra, you know what I'm saying? That was dope. Appreciate you. Um, who else? Uh, Toya, my homie Toya Gibson. Shout out to Chicago Bravo. She had a quick run as one of our co-hosts. Actually, she'll be back, though. Um, man, Kelly Martinez has hopped on sports episodes a couple times. Did I think... Um, who else? There's been quite a few uh, people. Clayton. I don't forget. And, and I'm talking about... Women. Women. Okay, uh, what's Shatara? Oh, Shay, Shay, shout out to my buddy Shay Crawford. You know what I'm saying? She got a, you know, at one point she said she wanted to be our Angela Yee. Uh, we going to see, man, in the future. We're going to talk about it. But um, shout out to Shay, man. We did that social media and society trilogy. I think we should do another one. Oh, that was dope as hell. Yeah, she got a uh, oh. she got a kick out of that show. She's st- <laughs> she's. I guess that's where my nickname came up, Uncle Mike. Uncle Mike, they've been calling you that shit ever yep. since. <laughs> so yeah, now I gotta get it to the fellas that's through some assists. My boy Clayton, you know what I'm saying? I'm, we started out kind of bumping heads over politics a little bit on the book. It turned out to be a cool dude, man. I remember the first time I hit him up, like, man, hop on this Golden State Warriors episode with me. And he was down, and we just chopped it up about the Warriors. This was when KD was still with them, and him and Draymond was getting into it and shit. And uh, the rest is history, man. We He, he man, he like a sports encyclopedia. But um, shout out to Clayton holding it down, helping us out. Um, my boy, Leaf. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doing his thing with his uh, Goat Talk podcast. Shout out to him. Shout out to my boy Marcus Jordan. He he, he talks a lot of shit. LeBron stand himself, man. Diehard LeBron James fan. And, you know he didn't realize I'm a I'm a big LeBron James fan too. But it's like damn, I feel like Stephen A. You can't say shit. You can't crit- critique the man at all without a motherfucker saying, oh, you're Yeah, I-, I like LeBron. And people, you can't tell. But it's like, <laughs> man, it's like, it's the fans that we be going at. It ain't necessarily him. They just say some crazy shit. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> like, bro, I've been rocking with LeBron since he was still in Akron, Ohio, with the Irish and. Like you fast forward to the present. Right. I yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. My, my well, what was that? Uh, the movie that came out when he was in high school, More Than a Game. You know, uh, he uh, that dude was put on. A, uh, I think that's part of the problem with our debates. With that, the media's part to blame, and and I think some of it is LeBron because he bought into the hype. Like they just put him on a huge pedestal, so much pressure as a young guy, and he lived up to it for the most part. 
but it's like damn they, you know that we're so quick as a society to to look for the next michael jordan or kobe bryant it's like damn let's appreciate let's give him time let's see what he does man mm-hmm. right shout out to my boy brian lee man he probably probably our biggest supporter probably like any no matter if i i know the certain shit he don't even fuck with i still see him share the episode like he or he don't even got to be on the episode no nothing he just support no matter what with no question and that's you know that's rare like you know a lot of yeah, us priceless don't get that from don't get that from family <laughs> so we appreciate you shout out to you you're gonna have you on episodes more you know what i'm saying we brian even when I do my little experimental yep. shit, like yeah, he be down. Like yeah, we yeah, shout out to uh, he has a podcast. Uh, I think it was called Let's Talk About It. You know, uh, Let, yeah, can I speak, speak on, on it? it? Yeah. Uh, shout out to him on that. Uh, he uh, got that going on, and um, he talks about some real stuff, man. You know, as a as as a white guy, for him to talk about the stuff that he talks about, man, it's very brave and uh, you know inspiring. You know. Uh, you know, he had his last episode was about racism, so I was listening to it. It was just dope for him to, you know, just talk about what he's feeling and what he's experienced. You know, because he, you know, it's just dope to get that shit out there. Because we need, we we all we got as cultures and communities, man. We, you know, like you see a culture or a race that's being oppressed and pushed down, and you know, it's like you know, speak, you know, talk about it, speak about it, speak up for it, and he does that in a great way. Yeah, shout out to his wife, Lydia Lehman, too. She cool as hell. Even though she be experimenting with some crazy food dishes and shit like that, but hey. Shout out. Her. Much love to the Lehmans there, for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Louis Ramos. Um, you know, he got his, what was it called? Life of Louis? Or. I, man, I don't know. I don't be remembering names and titles and shit like that all the time. But y'all, you know what I'm saying? We appreciate y'all. That's all we saying. Um, who else? There's been some other people on, too. Glenn came on, came through before. My homie Bernard came through mm-hmm. before. Um, uh, shout out to uh, uh, the military vets there. Uh, Glenn, uh, I think he was on. Uh, they both were on uh, uh, the Marvel episode. Kelly. Oh, Shelly, Shelly. Um, yep, Shelly. Shelly jumped on quite a few times. It was like two, yeah, three times. Yeah, that's our, our Marvel guy there. You know, huge Marvel fan. So, yeah. Shout out to everybody that's ever been on this motherfucker, period. And hopefully we'll have even more people along here. You know what I'm saying? As we go venture tours number 200 um a lot has changed in the world period since october 2000 yeah also shout out to our our guests we forgot about the guests the special guests we had uh that we interviewed uh tommy clark oh yeah tommy uh, clark yeah it's big oh yeah yeah, yeah. gotta give a big shout out to tommy clark because he like one of the main reasons that I'm doing this shit because he was the first person who had me on a podcast mm-hmm. as a as a guest a couple of times. So, and he act, he was like, "Yeah, you should do it." And I'm like, "Man." He also tried to talk me into writing too. He want me to write 
write like short stories and books. Yeah, I, I think, I think you should. Try to get yeah, I think you should, it. man. You got a lot on your mind. I mean, I mean, I, I know you can direct it into something great. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> well, yeah, all the way in Syracuse, New York, man. Shout out to my boy, Tommy Clark. He got books on the shelves on Amazon. Check them out. Big things. Mm-hmm. Um, who else to um, guess we had? Uh, um, shout out to Calvin Evans, the comedian and actor. Uh, he uh, he came on. He was like one of our first uh, guests, uh, episode nineteen. Yeah, he was funny. Yeah, dude, real man. funny. Uh, he uh, he does stand up. Be on the show Southside on Comedy Central. He got he doing yeah he has thing. a. I'll be seeing I'll be seeing his sports take. Yeah, <laughs> real funny dude. Uh, he uh, also uh, got a comedy special out on Epips. Check it out. It just dropped like a week or two ago. Um, yeah, he does a lot of stand up around the city in Chicago and back and forth between LA. And he's on college tours here and there. So like, much love to Calvin for blessing us with his presence. And uh, and actually, it was on our podcast uh, where he. Uh, announce these uh, shows that we're seeing now, you know, like you know, Southside and the show on that. Like he announced that on our episode, so that was cool on our podcast. And to see it now is just crazy. Um, who else we had? Uh, we had uh, Damian Howard. Uh, yeah, shout out to him, man. Very dope dude doing things for the community and the kids mm-hmm. and he's uh doing great great things man uh he's out there uh uh just uh he's really involved in the community as far as like education and mental uh health awareness and and like he's really trying to focus on the i believe like the life skills of young kids and you know just get them to do you know to appreciate the simple things and and to teach them about you know doing the simple things to get them to where they want to go in life so that's pretty much a sum of what he's doing and um but he's doing a lot a lot of great things in the city of chicago man uh, so shout out to demi howard you guys be on the lookout for him i think we we have yet to see uh his greatest achievement now and what he plan to do in like you know public uh uh politics or what what have you Yes, sir. Most blessings coming that man way. Uh, who sure. else we had? Uh, I know we had a few more. My boy Jonathan Crane been on. Oh, oh on the okay. Episode. Then Shy Speaks. Shy Speaks jumped on the part. Yeah. Oh, two Vincent. Of Joker. Shout out to Vincent. Yeah, he was on that Joker episode on one of them. One of those episodes we did. Yeah, even Don, even though Don had a big falling out with the community, man, you know, we, we were still cool, you know, mm-hmm. I appreciate her hopping on and plus giving me insight with, with some decent things, man. People fucked yeah, up. They're falling out so with the community? It is what it yeah. is. Huh? Damn. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, big. I said I didn't even know. Yeah, she, she vanished because some shit went down. My, my shot. Enough said, but shout out to her, man. Thanks for hopping on. <laughs> for oh. So, yeah, like everybody, man, much love to everybody. It's been uh, a lot of y'all on this motherfucker, man. 
<laughs> um, I think we had another a few more guests. I can't remember. Uh, CJ Cow. Oh, uh, yeah, CJ Cows. Yep, he's uh got his own thing going on. Uh, but shout out to and him, I man. It, man, he hit me. He called me. Said, man, before I get started, want to let you know, man, you was an inspiration. And I'm like, damn, me, because we don't agree on much of anything. <laughs> so that's what's up. He doing his thing. I see him. Um. Yeah. So it's. Oh uh, yeah, my aunt. Uh, she's uh Monica Simmons. Uh, uh, autism. We had an autism awareness uh, month, and uh, she came on and we interviewed her about her. Uh, her son. Yeah, that was a nice episode. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So she right now she's uh writing a book that's about to come out. She published that within the next week or so. I think she's finished. So I'm like, man, I'm like, let us get the exclusive. You know, we market that book for her. So. Shout out to her. That's what's up. Shout out to her. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Auntie. Yeah, Miss Monica Simmons. Love you. And I think that's everything else in a nutshell. But, you know, we, uh, when we, uh, you was about to say something about uh, uh, there's been a lot that's happened since we started. Yeah, over the past couple, two years throughout this thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, one of the main things, like I, I said before the people, like, um, like even if this never take off and blow up shit like that i hope it could be like a you know like kind of like a time capsule like my kids get older they can go back and listen to this like damn you know what i'm saying look, look what daddy was talking about you know it's like history i could be sort of like mm-hmm. a historian to them right especially with this, this like 2020 this is about to be like moving forward like one of the craziest years ever in history so we got a lot of stuff we documented um and then plus uh some goals that i got going for it like you know for the podcast it, it, it's you know i listen to joe rogan a lot i listen to joe budden too for the and um you know shout out to charlamagne the god too i listen to him a lot one of my big things one of the biggest things i want people to be able to take away from hearing this podcast is unbiased opinions and being an unbiased source of information with in an age where so many journalists like journalism is pretty much dead nowadays like everybody is putting out knowingly putting out false information and trying to sway you to the left or trying to sway you to the right like just put the truth out there. That, that's the most important thing that you're supposed to do. Just putting out opinions, right? Not be able to be bought. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I'm pretty. It's some. I. It's somebody somewhere that's right now listening to this podcast on a consistent basis. Like, man, I appreciate what they putting out there. Is you know because it's the truth, and I feel it. Like I, I feel like. This man ain't trying to come off as like one of the herd or whatever. If it's only one person that I reach and connect with like that shit, I'll come for something with it. So I agree. I agree. Uh definitely I know one of my goals 
with the podcast, uh, what we're doing is uh, I want to improve on being more informative with, with, with what, what's going on in our community. And I want to push out more information um, regarding, uh, you know, uh, trying to, you know, uplift, you know, all communities, not just the black community, but every community and uh, share good information and help, you know, young black men, you know, and women, you know, just put out, you know, formative information, you know, like, just want to, I just want us to be better and being informative and step it up a little uh, extra notch. You know, we're going to start, uh, you know, get on point with what we are, you know, because we get a lot of great feedback and people just listen to us talk the shit half the time and debate pop culture and this and that. But I know a lot of people are also listening because, you know, like they're looking for advice or, or what to do and what not to do also in their daily lives. So I know if we could just throw out five or ten minutes of good information that of that, you know, that can come, you know, be a use to somebody. So I, that, that's definitely what I want to look forward to uh, start doing. Exactly. And that's another thing, like me listening to like Joe Rogan on a daily basis, I found, I found myself looking at you know, he's bringing on certain guests. A lot of the guests I had never heard of in my life. I read the little, the little caption of who they are, or whatever, and that kept me intrigued. Like, oh, okay, this person is a scientist, or this person is a neurologist, or this person is—he does something very important that I didn't think too much about. Then I'm like, let me listen to see what this person is talking about, and I learn something every time I listen to this man's podcast. That's crazy every time. So it's like, and he put, and he's a funny, witty dude, and he asks great questions. So he basically made learning feel fun. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I want to get to a point too where, you know, not saying I want to be want to be the black Joe Rogan or some shit like that. I want us to have people out there that feel like, okay, I'm looking forward to listening to them too because I know I'm about to learn some shit today. You know, not just, you know, but of course, if y'all been listening, y'all know we don't just gravitate towards celebrity gossip and bullshit. Like, if I do, if we do have some celebrity gossip type of shit going on, it's always to piggyback off that and have a good dialogue, you know, of, you know, and talk about our own experiences and how the shit made us feel and how we can have a better reaction to certain things like that. It's never just all. Oh, let's just sit down and discuss this person that we don't know business and try to judge them or some silly shit like that. No, right? Yeah, a lot of things we talk about is pop culture. Yeah. So and politics and you know I meant to ask on on uh the uh what we had the council culture episode and. I was like, man, when did politics become pop culture? That's crazy. <laughs> well, it's kind of always been like that because they, what they do as part of their game, they get like mm-hmm. a celebrity to endorse them, and that will sway their followers to, okay, let me go with this person because my favorite actor or my favorite rapper or favorite singer likes this candidate. So it's a good marketing strategy. Yeah, so um, I keep using that word propaganda. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, so it's like, um, it's just crazy um, that politics is like, you know, a mainstream thing now. It's like huge. It's, it's, it's boom. And it's a dirty game, man. It's boom. I mean, I've seen it. I've always been involved in politics in some shape or form ever since, you know, college. But it's like, man, uh, seeing it now from where it was and to now, I mean, it's people voting that never voted before and they're like 40, 50 years old, you know, and it's like crazy how popular it is all of a sudden. And Trump done did something, good or bad. I think he's he was kind of, he's more good for the country than anything. Yeah, because <laughs> you know, every four years... They always need a boogeyman and oh everybody get out. We gotta make sure this person doesn't win. That motivates people to go vote more than any fucking thing. These people don't even half of them or more than half don't even look into what can the person that I'm voting for do for me. And that's what Ice Cube was all about saying, you know, the contract with Black America. It's it's about making the politicians earn your vote instead of 90 plus percent of blacks just okay we gonna vote democrat every chance we get without the democrats actually doing much of anything for us it's just dope for us to have that conversation man you know like for people to start people are starting to open their minds up and ears and and, you know and learn this shit the the politics it's just crazy by seeing people pick up on what the fuck is really going on how people are really in power how shit is really getting done people are really doing their homework so it's just dope to see man you know it's like i guess trump wronged that shit out of everybody because in my lifetime i never seen a worse president <laughs> you know i i mean i mean think about it in our lifetime the four years he's been in office i mean i mean the kkk is out we got a, a militia out in these states the people walking on the streets with guns i'm like I haven't really seen nothing quite like this probably since the Million Man March, you know, but, uh, you know, in my lifetime that I can think of, uh, where Rodney King, you know, comes to mind, but. Mm. I, I mean, don't know. But, L- lots went down. I mean, behind the scenes, <laughs> like, underneath all that. But where the president takes all the heat? Man, I don't know, in our lifetime? Yeah, at face value, yeah, he's the very worst. <laughs> <laughs> like when you mean Bush was bad, but not to this extent, you know. Uh, Ronald Reagan with the economy and shit, but I mean, it wasn't to this extent. Because I level. look at it this way: even if okay, in I, our young, in our young lifetime, I should say, because we're we're young compared to most people. In the- <laughs> I use this as an example: like I could be, you know, I'm, I'm I could be the best daddy in the world I want to be, and to my kids. But if I'm being an asshole and I'm I'm not teaching them morals and i'm represent i'm representing myself in a horrible way that's a that's a reflection of my family then that of course that makes everybody on the outside looking in look at me like i'm a terrible person even though i might be a great dad you know what i'm saying so when you in a position to be at the highest on the ladder period you the leader of the free world like you America is talking number one. Like you got to carry yourself better. It's a certain way. Class. Yeah. And when it comes yeah. to class, you he are you're you supposed to, <laughs> you supposed to be the bar. And 
Barack Obama, you know, saying I got certain issues with certain things. You know, Obama ain't perfect, but at the same time, he raised the bar higher than anybody as far as presidents when it comes to class. That's what I'm, I'm probably with any politician ever. Classiest politician I ever seen in my life. Yeah, you know, he's big on his favorite president is Abraham Lincoln. And he, you know, according to him, you know, he believes in democracy. So it's like he really do believe in the American dream that, you know, you pull out the work, you know, what you put into stuff is what you should get. So, you know, uh, and Trump is the party, the complete opposite of that. <laughs> you know, shit has been given to him and, you know, he, 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 he dib and dab and deals. He's the complete opposite of hard work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you born into riches, mm-hmm. and I always point to this, man. I hate that we, you know, we ain't no bias uh, uh, podcast, nothing like that. But I, I, I look who he chose as Secretary of Education. That's how I had to go through and look at her hearing Betty DeVoe. <laughs> you know, this this girl, this lady didn't have any experience or whatsoever. They, they asked her, have you ever, you know, filled out a FAFSA form? She's like, I didn't have to. I just paid for all my kids' tuition. That right there, him <laughs> putting his friends in power, it was more than enough for me. Like, what the fuck? How can he help? You know, that this, that, you know, affects our kids, us. You know, we had, I had to fill out a FAFSA. You know, like, I, I had to get these federal grants. The Sally May and the federal Pell grant. She's in charge of this shit, and she don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> and these dude and this dude is empowering his friends that he keep kicking it with. And guess what? None of them are black. <laughs> so and, and you know what? I mean, I, honestly, I would do the know, same like, thing, but it would yeah. be my friends that's educated. And yeah, exactly. I would do the same thing too, but he gotta understand he's everybody's president, not just your circle <laughs> or <laughs> your your class. You are even the people that don't hate that hate you. You still gotta serve them, <laughs> so it's like that right there did it for me, man. And I can't uh, vote for that guy. You know, I don't think I don't think he's a, a racist or a horrible person, but he uh, some things that I think he gotta go back and learn all the way back in the grandma's elementary school that I think he failed to forget or realize. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he don't know shit about the Constitution, but um, oh look, I think. I think the president should be required to take certain tests and shit and be knowledgeable when it comes to like if you you making a, a eighth grader gotta be knowledgeable about certain shit like the constitution and all that then hell yeah the president should have to all he did all he proved is that the election can be bought you know um, that, that's what I take it <laughs> yeah uh, the controversial topic about him too that I won't touch on. I don't know. It's, it's when this dude like certain shit about when he says certain stuff about blacks like oh I, I did this for blacks I did that and I want to do this so I do that. I honestly honestly think the dude be being genuine because he's always tried to be accepted by blacks way mm-hmm. before way before becoming a quote unquote politician. Like he's always wanted to getting photo opportunities with you know big blacks and oh, oh yes that's my friend and and they used to be buddies with this man 
Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it is what it is. You know, I'm, I'm just ready for. I'm just ready for the country to move forward. I'm tired of this good guy versus bad guy. The left, the left good, the right bad. Yeah, and I don't, that's another thing I don't like him doing that. You know, that's dangerous and that entices what we've been seeing. You know, uh, it's just dangerous grouping all these hate groups with the Democratic Party. And that's just not the case, you know. You know, it's like he he got to cut that shit out. Man, he really do. Man. Hey, you know, that's not presidential at all. Nah, he just got to. If he carried himself with more class, he would he it would be it would be completely different right now. The atmosphere in this country would be different right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it won't be no people fighting and. No, these people are hanging, you know, hanging on your, to your every word, waiting to hurt somebody because they're hurting, <laughs> you know, like they're waiting and you plan on that. You plan with that from some because of some type of marketing strategy or whatever. That's sad to me, man. <laughs> and, you know, another thing, too, this Nigerian guy I work with, he told me he's voting for Trump. And I was like, oh, oh, that's interesting. Why is that? And he said, because it's beneficial to him because he looked into certain things as far as immigration. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Uh, that was interesting. But there, there's people out there, man, that look into these policies. They going on these websites. I, listen, man, the majority, after this whole Ice Cube thing came out, people was upset and snapping. The majority of the Democrats that I know didn't even know that Biden has a plan for black America on his website that's been up on there since damn near March or April. Yeah, it's a two-page document. And, and I'm cool with it, personally, as long as you empower a black person that and those funds directly go to African-Americans. You know, not to no minority group because we're not the only minorities in the country. You know, but we are the, probably one of the most oppressed, if not the most oppressed, other than probably, maybe uh, Native Americans. But you know, the shit. You know, at least they got casinos. <laughs> we can't. Well, we can't say one thing that we have other than that. That 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 point towards wealth. You can't. I can't, I'm trying, I've been thinking about that. I can't say one thing that we have in our favor as African-Americans that point towards wealth in this country, you know, like something. And, and nobody's looking for a handout or get a, or affirmative action bullshit, nothing like that. Nobody's looking for that, you know, at all. People are just looking for opportunities and, and you know, and a chance to, you know, to make money. And when now you take those opportunities away from a group, you get poverty, crime, instantly, because people go into survival mode. <laughs> so it's like you know, I, I don't know why people are so against ending poverty, man. Like that, it would solve so, so much of our problems. But I, then again, you got to think about it's it. a power move. This what this what I think it is. This what I think it is. It's a power move. This what I think it is. They think like, okay, if we empower everybody. Then who gonna wanna work at McDonald's? Who gonna work in sanitation? Who gonna work? Who gonna wanna do the little, the quote unquote little man's job if everybody is a boss or entrepreneur? 
So I, I think that's the way they're looking at it. It's like a food chain to them. Yeah, I can see that. And I'll, there's people out there that's okay with doing those jobs. Not, but but to force them, that's the that's the issue here. To force people to take those jobs, you know, that's 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 the problem. I don't think nobody, you know, is uh you know opposed to doing those jobs. You know, you got to think about high school kids and you know people that just didn't get hired for a job that they wanted that's looking for some yeah, money there, to make. there's ways to keep that chain going yeah. they wanna, i don't think they want to keep people in a position where it is necessary it's a power move that, that's just you known to keep power that's all you know and we don't have none of that <laughs> like man me personally for me and mine's and my life i just want to work 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 my little nine to five um have a couple of incomes on the side uh, you know, um, financial incomes on the side, like most people in America, whether it's the stock markets or you know some investments here and there, real estate, have that shit on the side and, and call it a day. You know, and invest in college if my kid decides to go. You know, have that money on the side. We should have the right to do and live that way. But that shit is taken away. You know, there's a lot of red tape with these homeowner loans. Uh, they bought you in the certain communities and property tax. That shit got to be taken away, you know. And and that that's where it, uh, these it ain't just a presidential election, you know. People got to do their research on who they let locally. It starts there. Really, they get overlooked. Yeah, it's overlooked and every every time. Yeah, if you see your neighborhood and your alderman is not doing what he's supposed to be doing, think about it. If your your street. That, that, that's your alderman's problem. Your street ain't, you know, ain't fucking like, uh, ain't fixed or a park looks messed up or the schools are leaving or businesses are leaving. That's an alderman problem. Gotta vote his ass up out of that, man. <laughs> and then it goes up to the mayor, of course, because the mayor gotta, you know, direct some uh, funds over there. And it's all about two spread information. It's like, I always... the, simp- the simplest thing could get somebody to get on board like as far as for example a census right mm-hmm. a lot of people ignore the shit like I ain't feeling this shit out but then I, it, I saw Lori Lightfoot just simply say some shit like hey man fill this shit out it's it's $1,400 per person we get mm-hmm. that you know how many people's probably like you know what let me fill this out then right you know I was talking to a, uh, a owner that owns a, a black owner that owns a uh, uh, he has a liquor license, you know. And I always been questioning why there's why 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 we don't have any uh, black owned uh, you know liquor stores in our neighborhoods. Why is there always somebody foreign owning these gas stations and stuff like that, you know? Because that that that's a money maker, you know. Believe it or not, and mm-hmm. why and, you know I was talking to a black owner. Uh, he's trying to get into. The, uh, West Loop. He got a restaurant, and they was giving him so much pushback because they was afraid of the crowd that he would bring. And they, you know, you got to be closed at this time, or you know, you can't, you know, turn this into a club. You can't have a club here. It has to be a restaurant, you know, shit like that. Little hints, subtle hints like that. So you know, that right there is a form of discrimination or racism. Cause you ain't, you know, it just is what it is. Racial, racial profile. Yeah, yeah. And that, and, you know, and that has to be done away with, you know. 
you know and, and so so say if he has a crazy rowdy crowd you know and cite them there's citations and police for that to handle that but exactly. you know what i'm saying like you, but don't he he's not a problem or a threat <laughs> you know like he's just trying to start his business up you know in the neighborhood that he wants to be in there you know so you gotta jump through so many hula hoops yeah, for shit, man. That's, shit that's given to certain people and yeah and guess what he has the funds to do it <laughs> you know so it ain't this ain't nothing uh crazy that made me think about somebody too willie wilson that man run for every damn thing he run for something every damn chance he get. i'm gonna finally just look into willie wilson man yeah, I, yeah, I don't know what that's about that's kind of weird to me because i feel like <laughs> i feel like he's wasting his money man i'm like well, you ain't about to beat uh dead derby dude so <laughs> hey i don't know man willie you want to come on the pod man come on the pod yeah yeah i would love to uh interview him on <laughs> i would love to interview him to pick his brain and really ask i'm pretty sure a lot of people asked him this question i don't know what that's about but he had a, a better shot of being the mayor than uh, beating uh dead Durbin. <laughs> you know, like he had a great shot at being the mayor this past this last time, because you know, it didn't nobody know which way to go. You know, this <laughs> that was his best shot to be a mayor. But I don't know what's up with what he got going on, and man, he he's probably uh, you know dampening his uh, expectations to try to be an alderman or congressman or some shit. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna look into it though. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like I was saying, over the past, the duration of these two years leading up from October 2018 to 2020, here we are in October right now. A lot has changed, man. I want to say, uh, hey man, it's too many names to name, like R.I.P. to all of the celebrities and all of the people and all of the, you know, people that the world don't know about that passed before they time uh man kobe i guess i would have never expected from then on to here we are right now that kobe bryant has died we got um chad with bozeman you know black panther we still riding the high on black panther when we first got this thing going. you know what's crazy about that too i was just watching um uh, the hbo show uh the shop lebron uh show last night and Chad, Chadwick yeah. Boseman yeah, was on now. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman was on the episode before that one, but they ain't mark they ain't marketed it. You know, I didn't even know. And he and they was in there talking about Kobe's death, and it just you know, that was so surreal to me. You know, watching him talk about that. You know, of course, after the episode end, you know, they say R.I.P. to Chadwick and all that. But it's just cool, you know, just to see him. It was not cool, but surreal to see him talk about Kobe's death and you know and his interactions with him and stuff. Yeah, that's what's up, man. R.I.P. to him. Uh, everybody, like I said, man. Sean Connery lost time. Uh, oh yeah, he passed today. So he right? Found out about that this morning. Yeah, so he probably passed yesterday. Well, no, nah, it probably was today because they're six hours ahead. <clears throat> James Bond, man. Yeah. Damn. Uh, yeah, the original 007, triple OG, literally. I'm a huge, uh, I was a huge Sean Connery fan, man. Uh, um, you know, I'm a huge movie buff. So, you know, movies like The First Night, Finding Forrester, uh, fucking The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, check that out. The Rock with him and Nick Cage. Uh, 
Man, the guy played in some uh, iconic movies, you know. Uh, great roles, uh, great sense of humor, man. Just uh, that, that was a huge uh, loss. Played in some good uh, other good movies. I forgot that's on top of my head. On my tongue, I should say. <clears throat> yeah, rest in peace to him. Man, who else we lost? Uh, I feel like we there's more. Man, there's too many to name within the past two John years. John Thompson. Uh, Dave, 2020 alone it's yeah David like, Stern what? <laughs> Man. 2020 alone it's, it's like it, I think it's gonna kind of re- give you the vibe of the number 13 like it's unlucky number yeah this gonna be this this year I'm pretty sure people are doing the documentaries on it now writing books about it you know the story's not finished of course uh, a lot can happen in these two months the unthinkable can actually happen in these last two months, you know. Um, so uh, I hope we get out of here, man, safe and and our families is cool because it's a lot of shit going on that almost a pop a pop the liquor like uh, got a tongue twister there, but you know it's like kind of crazy and scary at the same time. I knew I forgot somebody. My bad. Shout out to my boy. Cash and Samuels, man. Yeah. He's an author. Uh, he's a writer. Shout out, dope him, man. ass dude. That's one of my boys. You know what I'm saying? He saw the, he watched the Netflix documentary Social Dilemma, and then he just, <laughs> he was already, he had it already in his mind that he wanted to quit social media. So and he was, he was, was convinced like, after that. He's like, All right, I'm done. That that did it. That was a, that was the nail in the coffin. He was trying to convince me to watch it. I, I'll. I watched it, some of it. Well, I watched some of it, and I listened to the guy who created it on Joe Rogan's podcast last night. And I'm like, damn. Like, it'll make you really think, sit back and reflect. Like, damn, we really being manipulated, honestly. And it's not like no conspiracy theory shit or nothing. Like, it breaks down exactly how social media works and why it works the way it Cause, does. Because we, cause we abuse everything. We are some abusive ass people, man. Human beings, like human beings, are are fucking nuts, man. Like, think about what social media is supposed to be about. Just think about it. We, we try to control every fucking thing. That's the problem, for one. But it's supposed to be you supposed to be social with each other. You know, like we supposed to be interacting with each other. No, just socially talking. You know, like grouping up. And we abuse the hell out of that for money. Power, wealth, it, everything, and it just and like Facebook. I, I remember when Facebook dropped. I was in college. Then it was called D Facebook, the Facebook, I should say. And uh, I didn't want to get on it, but everybody was telling me about it. Everybody was hopping on it. You know. Then I'm like, all right. Uh, I seen how it was used socially on because it's only for college campuses back then. And uh, and I had to use Facebook as you know the uh the poster of all social media because it's not but it, it pretty much uh it, for our for our take it is but like it's the most dominant yeah. so back then you know it was used for you know like meeting groups on college and and like uh just a fun it wasn't nothing like it was so fucking innocent back then now it's become a fucking reality show money is made through it uh, lessons are all of a sudden fucked over in it and all these friendships being yeah over small things. it's like, like where where is the human element as far as which is what we can control as far as like us just talking like picking up the phone and talking to somebody is lost nowadays 
you know. One of, one, of, one of the people who actually kept pushing me to, yeah, you should do a podcast, you should do a podcast before I started out. We actually not friends anymore because of a falling out on social media over some simple bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> it's, just, it's just crazy how it controls and abuses. And like we abuse that out of, uh, of social media. And it's, it's crazy, man. Maybe I've done it. I probably have done it in the past. But it's like I really use social media as a newspaper just to pass the time, man, for entertainment purposes. That is what I use it for personally. Me too, but I mainly now I see it as a marketing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what it what it really is. Pretty. I mean, it's it's all up to you how you supposed to use it. I mean, it's nothing wrong with that at all. Because if I ever decide, you know what, I'm gonna just quit this podcast and shit, then I I will be way more comfortable with just saying, all right, I'm doing social media. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because you what you gonna market it. <laughs> Right, I, cause I could just read articles and shit myself and be done with it, and just you know play the video game more or do whatever. Yeah, I love the sports saying? group because I'm a huge, I'm a sports nut, and and I love the film group because I'm a, you know, I I go to movies and I watch sports by myself. I'm just that type of weird dude, you know. And that ain't like, weird. That's yeah, normal. and I I go to the movie theater like um, a buddy of mine was telling me like, man, Mike, I remember years ago. You, man, you used to tell me, man, you know, every Saturday morning I go to the movies, I go get my breakfast, and he like, you like, you going on the day? I'm like, no. I told him I'm going by myself. He like, damn. I'm the same. He's like, for my first time going by myself, I felt kind of weird. But then after that, it became a habit of me going damn there. Yeah, yeah, week. that's a peace of mind. I'm I'm a huge movie buff. So like I said all that to say, you know, like. That's why I love Facebook for that group, you know, that movie group. And like, cause I have a lot of thoughts about the movies I've seen and the sports I'm watching. And it's a huge sports week, um, day, a weekend. And you know, like, shit, I gotta interact with somebody. I don't have to be having people all over my damn house. And that's the cool thing about social media during this pandemic, since we can't be around each other, shit, we can interact with each other from afar. I feel like that's how it should be used, but we abuse the hell out of it, where we hurting people. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so let me promote it to everybody um that might not be Facebook friends with us. We got a sports group called Sports Fans United on Facebook. Yep. You know, it's a pretty cool group. We share a lot of information. We discuss a lot of stuff. We got um, discussion threads that we have where everybody just hop on. It's kind of like Reddit where there's one topic and everybody just jump on the thread, you know, dropping their reactions. Mm-hmm. Like imagine like Twitter, you seeing people drop like a reaction to certain shit that they seeing in the game mm-hmm. we all we doing that all on one thread yeah so it's pretty yeah cool. it's like it's, it's just that's just dope to me man you know if you like my girl always asked me my my fiance i should say she always asked me like man you always on this phone uh i'm like because i'm going back and forth arguing with this fool about this game right here i'm like you definitely <laughs> i'm like you definitely ain't watching this so i can't talk to you <laughs> so she's like yeah that's the point like you, she don't know what the hell going on <laughs> so you know, that's just dope, you know, like for those purposes, you know, you know, like you, you got to end, but you do got to be able to turn it off and turn it on to get back into reality at some point. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Like, I'm going to start doing. I was actually I, I, didn't, I didn't even tell nobody I didn't put it out there, but I'm, I was waiting until the PS5 and the Xbox Series S dropped to I'm gonna start doing like social media fasting. Like I'm gonna have certain days and certain weekends or 
or whenever, whatever, how, however long it is that I'll just go without completely blackout mode. I ain't touching this app or shit. Like, I'm going to dedicate that time to doing shit that I enjoy, like game and more or I don't know. Just taking time away from being on these damn apps. Man. That's good, man. <laughs> Need to do it for real. Need to do it. Tastes like because time is like, man, you know, it's you can't get yeah, it back. You can't get it back, you know. And I'm I don't have time to be all on there all the time. So it's like I'm part of this nonprofit now. I, I, that's time to that. I, I want to. We got this podcast, and I got my job, and then of course I got my family. You know, so it's like. There's only so much you can do. <laughs> yeah, promote the um. Oh, okay. So yeah, I recently got a. I definitely got to promote. Start promoting it. Uh, I recently got a. Uh, uh, became a board member. Uh, voting in. Uh, in a nonprofit organization. Uh, it was said. I got. It said I got to look up the name. <laughs> uh, it's finding friends forever, but I wanted to make sure I got it right. It's a Friends Forever Foundation, not for profit, Lincoln Lives called Lincoln Lives. And what it is, uh, we're an organization that wants to, um, you know, help out other organizations, uh, give out grants and funds to help them fund their initiative to help out the community, essentially, you know, every community that they're in, in, in the city of Chicago. So, uh, you know, so pretty much, you know, uh, we try to, you know, help out, man. Uh, we got a, we're responsible for people that apply for our grants and we vote on who we feel is the best candidate for it and for the best works they're doing in their community and we you know we give it out so the that's pretty cool to have a small influence on the decisions like that man you know and for them to vote me in unanimously on this organization is dope uh i couldn't be more humble and honored to be involved with it uh it's been like a year uh, you know, going, trying to get up in here and uh, going back and forth. And so just dope, man. Blown away by the tongue. Congratulations again. Appreciate man. that. Appreciate that. Keep going. You never know who you inspire. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what's going on with that, man. Uh, that's about it. Yep. So, going for it people man we just we gonna keep pushing we gonna as you can see like we've been having the ball rolling like in this past week alone this is like this is the fourth episode i'm recording right now so far this week and that and we started out what wednesday night uh yeah yeah like we yeah it was like wednesday night we stepping it up. It's so much shit that we missed that we wanted to get to, but we couldn't. You know, life happens. Uh, but for us to have this jolt of energy and get it back on, energy was always there. By the way, people, but just timing. Yeah. So consistency. I, I, hey, somebody told me like, man, everything you want is on the other side of consistency. Man. So it's like. <laughs> That's what I'm working on, and as you can see, full steam here right now. Mm-hmm. It's Halloween, so it's dope to have this anniversary uh, and this resurgence, and uh, just jump into the, the next season of uh, the Undiluted Podcast, and to see where we can go and where we can take this uh, this venture of ours. 
and how can and you yeah. know how can we innovate it you know i think it's ways that we can even innovate it uh this podcast game man because it's so there's so many people doing it so you know uh but i i think for us it's a way we we found our niche but i think we could build up on it even more for sure yeah we bring our own swag to the table you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying I, i'm i kept it consistent with the background music and all this and uh going just straight flowing as like a regular conversation um and and not not just consistently having the same people all the time but i know we have flick like as much as we can on here and clay but still like throughout these 100 episodes we still had different people jump on and i'm gonna try to lean more into bringing like some of the the influencers on and some of some more of the people on their way to you know on their road to trying to become a celebrity and shit like that we gonna reach out to more people yeah like because shit, you just never know like uh i know i i definitely you know that was my goal in the beginning when we started you know help these uh guys get notoriety and marketing because guess what they gonna do they gonna share our shit <laughs> so you know that's always you know that's marketing one-on-one but it's like shit you know fuck around and get some of your favorite IG or OnlyFan models on this right you know what I'm saying man OnlyFans has been booming we haven't even talked about that that was crazy I bet and I, one thing I was saying the other day I'm like damn will the strippers need the strip club anymore Oh, after the pandemic that's a great question but, but <laughs> yeah yeah I don't know I don't know man cause there's guys that need to touch they need to feel like i don't know i don't know if they uh there's gonna ladies too they be yeah so they like to touch you know and feel so it's like i don't know man i don't know at some point people gonna get because at the end of the day shit you can watch porn for free with consent with consent people they like to touch yes with consent consent. no grabbing about it well, no, not grabbing them by the pussy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and this you could be president someday if you grab a bitch by a pussy. So it's like that. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, man. But um, going for it, man. I'm just hoping everything plays out well the rest of this year. We got the election coming up. 2020 presidential election. We'll dive into that. Um, we got hella more movies, hella more sports coming up. Um, man, it's just been a great experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a, a it's something that's a, a con, it's a marathon, not a race. You know what I'm saying? Not to sound cliche, but um, we're gonna keep this shit going as long as y'all keep hitting that play button. Hey. And if you ever, like I always said from the very beginning, you ever want to be a guest on here, let me know. Anybody can hop on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you got something to say, uh, shit, hit us up. You know, like we always looking for people, you know, with, you know, with, you know, with opinions, you know, good opinions about, you know, whatever we're looking to talk about. Yep, and shout out to our new homie. Michael Ramos. Oh yeah, I got to meet him, man. I, I I know the last episode. I'm gonna check that out. I haven't checked it out. Uh, Cold dude, man. I'm about to ed- edit this joint and the one from last night. Uh, we got episode. This is episode 100, and we got episode 101 dropping in the same day. 
We still got the Lovecraft Country episode. That's going to be episode 102. Uh, was originally, I was going to drop that today, but I'm going to go ahead. Lovecraft, I think it deserves its own time and dedication. I agree. You know yeah, that's justice. so much hidden gems throughout every episode of that show. It's just, it's like. Because not, not only do it touch on sci fi and horror, that's black history. So, um, yeah, we gonna drop that joint. Oh. Yeah, man. Shout out to Misha Green, man, the writer and uh, pretty much co-creator of that show, man. She uh, she did her thing, man. Uh, every every uh, I don't think nothing was missed. Uh, the work that she put in there. Yeah, shout out to Misha Green. Mm-hmm. She did the Underground too. Uh, the show The Underground, which uh, uh, Journey uh, Smollett was a lead actress in that show. Shout out to Journey too. Well, oh, she been doing her thing. They oh shoot. yeah, man, beautiful, beautiful women, man. I remember noticing her, man. What movie that was? Uh, I know she was in the Eve's bio, but it was after uh, what was that shit? The Great Debaters. Denzel. Yeah. Yep. Shout out to her. Shout out to all the queens doing their thing, mm-hmm. man. Hopefully, hopefully, one day we'll get some of y'all on here yeah yeah man uh it's, it's been a nice ride man uh doing this so far man it's just cool to see us talk about you know politics movie reviews everything that's out there that's on our minds and uh, the viewing public uh, listening public minds you know so it's just cool for us to pour that and to dive into all that uh those thoughts that we all thinking about and see what's really good out here in this world yes sir so heading into what will basically this is basically what we headed to is season two mm-hmm. we're gonna continue to learn along it's a long ass first season a <laughs> hundred episodes yeah. man that's how that's I'm gonna break it down he sees a okay. hundred episodes <laughs> makes sense to me so, as I'm getting more learning more and getting business savvy and tech savvy, you'll see some new shit. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I'm meeting more and more new people and learning from people. So I'm gonna implement that into what we got going. You know what I'm saying? So keep keep on keep on coming along on this journey with us, people, man. Appreciate all of y'all. Anybody who ever hit that play button, much love. Thank you for your support. Yes. And uh, continue to hit that play button, uh, play button, and please subscribe, man. Uh, till then, man, you know, peace and love. Yup, this has been episode one hundred. Till next.